more than 20 years, I have come to understand the power of treating generalities by particulars. It is no use writing a book on the meaning of life, though we all long to know the answers to such great questions, while rightly suspecting that true solutions do not exist. But an essay on the meaning of 0.400 hitting in baseball can reach a genuine conclusion with surprisingly extensive relevance to such broad topics as the nature of trends, the meaning of excellence, and even, believe it or not, the constitution of natural reality. You have to sneak up on generalities, not assault them head-on. One of my favorite lines from G. K. Chesterton proclaims, Art is limitation. The essence of every picture is the frame. My chosen title did get me into some trouble, but I make no apologies and relished all the discussion. The mismeasure of man is an intended double entendre, not a vestige of unthinking sexism. My title parodies Protagoras's famous aphorism about all people and also notes the reality of a truly sexist past that regarded males as standards for humanity and therefore tended to mismeasure men while ignoring women. I stated this rationale up front, in the original preface, so I could always use unthinking criticism as a test to see who liked to mouth off without reading the book first, like Mr. Dole criticizing the violence in movies he has never seen and would not even deign to watch. I don't, of course, mind criticism of the title based on disagreement with my stated rationale. In any case, my title allowed my colleague Carol Tavris to parody my parody as a name for her marvelous book, The Mismeasure of Woman, and I am at least mightily glad for that. The Mismeasure of Man resides in a threefold frame, a set of limitations that allowed me to contain one of the largest of all intellectual subjects within a coherent and reasonable comprehensive narrative and analysis. 1. I restricted my treatment of biological determinism to the most historically prominent and revealingly fallacious form of quantified argument about mentality, the theory of a measurable, genetically fixed, and unitary intelligence. As I wrote in the introduction to link the pseudoscientific claim with its social utility, this book, then, is about the abstraction of intelligence as a single entity, its location within the brain, its quantification as one number for each individual, and the use of these numbers to rank people in a single series of worthiness, invariably to find that oppressed and disadvantaged groups, races, classes, or sexes, are innately inferior and deserve their status. In short, this book is about the mismeasure of man. This part of the frame also explains what I left out. I have, for example, often been asked why I omitted so influential a movement as phrenology in my account of quantified theories for mental functioning. But phrenology is philosophically contrary to the subject of the mismeasure of man. Phrenologists celebrated the theory of richly multiple and independent intelligences. Their view led to Thurstone and Guilford earlier in our century, and to Howard Gardner and others today. In other words, to the theory of multiple intelligences, the major challenge to Jensen in the last generation, to Hernstein and Murray today, and to the entire tradition of rankable unitary intelligence marking the mismeasure of man. By reading each bump on the skull as a measure of domesticity or amativeness or sublimity or causality, the phrenologists divided mental functioning into a rich congeries of largely independent attributes.
With such a view, no single number could possibly express general human worth, and the entire concept of IQ as a unitary biological property becomes nonsense. I do confess to a warm spot in my heart for the phrenologists. Do hearts have bumps of greater heat? For they were philosophically on the right track, while they were absolutely just as wrong as the mismeasurers of this book in their particular theory of cranial bumps— History often heaps irony upon irony. Cranial bumps may be nonsense, but underlying cortical localization of highly specific mental processing is a reality of ever-increasing fascination in modern neurological research. In any case, phrenology is a false version of the probably correct theory of multiple intelligences, would form a major chapter in a book on cranial mismeasurement in general, it falls outside the subject of this volume on the history of fallacies in the theory of unitary innate.